Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Costume Theater, where we're playing the Regency game, The Lady's Choice. Woo, we're still going, even though we have... Yeah, we have officially wrapped the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. We have. It's... I'm still sad about it. I'm still in memory. <laughs> so I'm actually, I'm glad that we're continuing. I'm glad that this is such a pointlessly long game because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, keep, it's sort of given us something to do while, uh, while we sort of work through our plans for Emma Approved. Yeah. So I guess this is, this is now technically our hiatus, but we do still want to finish up costume theater because we want to know the end of this game, as yep. do many of you as We've well. We've <laughs> been playing it for literally months. Uh, as we mentioned, though, we after our like short hiatus, we will be starting to cover Emma Approved. And yeah, as Jillian mentioned, we're starting to work out what that's going to look like when we're going to come back. Do we want to announce the date? Yep. Sure. And we'll be coming back with Emma on June 5th. Woo-hoo! So not that long of a break. Uh, so we'll be back soon. We'll be back before you know it. I know. It's like we never even left. It's like and we never even left. It's like you're, and you're going to keep getting these costume theater episodes and we're going to still be active on social media and we've been contributing a lot to Frolic community. So yeah. we'll be doing posting articles. Together and individually, we've been posting articles on Frolic. There's still a lot of places you can find us on the internet, not yeah. just this we're podcast. Not, we're not going anywhere. You can still talk to us. You can still email us. Like, yeah. if you're one of those people who, like, just found the podcast and you're, like, still catching up, like, we're around. Talk to us. Yeah. Which, by the way, in case you've seen on social media, we've been promoting the survey that we currently have that's now live. If you go to tinyurl.com slash pempod, P-E-M-P-O-D, you can take our survey to let us know how we can improve as we ramp up to jump into Emma. So it's a short survey. It's pretty straightforward. And we really want to hear from you. I think it's pretty fun to take because you just answer questions about what you like. Yeah. Like that's literally all we're at. Like tell us what you want. Like... Music to your ears. Music yeah. to our ears, because yeah. we're entertained reading these. And it, yeah, it's fun just getting to look at the data and be like, oh, this is where people find us, or this is how people found us, and mm-hmm. different things like that. So take that if you have time. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash pempod. So let's jump into this Regency game then, try to finish this up. Previously, I don't remember what happened. I, oh, I know what happened. Okay, go. Um, basically, the society... So we know... That Amesbury is the society swindler. He knows that we know. And we're like, (laughs) we're like sort of in that, I know I'm stealing another John Mulaney joke, but like, we're like, I get it, be you. We're just letting him do his thing. Well, and then actually, there is a copycat swindler. Exactly. The the swindler shot somebody. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what? The whole reason I was cool with you doing it is because uh, you didn't shoot anybody. Like, she was like upset that he was packing heat, but... He was like, it's not loaded. It's not like I could hurt anyone. And so it was very fishy when he told her that because she's like, but this person did get shot, which means that somebody else is copycatting the swindler. Oh boy, this is bad. And we are suspecting his weird friend, Mr. Montfort. Yeah. Even though they don't look alike. Desdemona is not suspecting that. We suspect that. Yeah, us as Jillian and Yolanda. We're very, we haven't met a lot of people in this world. No. (laughs) And so he's the fishiest and he's the one who knows about it. And so he's the one I'm blaming. Yeah. So we were talking to Mr. Amesbury and we're picking up where we're talking now. Mr. Montfort has interrupted us as usual. So As per usual. That's where we go. Mr. Montfort, Desdemona, 
I did not realize the acquaintance had become so close. Oh, I think he just called us Desdemona instead of Miss Potter. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. There is a stiffness to his voice that makes me tense a little. The Lawrence doesn't seem to notice. Lawrence. It has very much so. I catch his gaze, smiling at his attention once again. Mr. Montfort, I suppose you heard about what happened with the swindler. Mr. Montfort's question quickly breaks the moment. Mr. Montfort, most bold of him to make such a move, is it not? Desdemona, I would not classify any kind of violence as bold, just thoughtless. Mr. Montfort, but it is far more exciting than stealing a few trinkets, do you not think, Lawrence? So I think that Mr. Montfort is the copycat then, mm -hmm. and he's posing a threat on purpose to be like, Lawrence, I know what you're doing. Stop mm -hmm. doing it, or I'm going to raise the stakes and, like, will force you to stop, so. That's a great way of putting it. He's raising the stakes so it's too dangerous for him to go out. Yeah. And, like, steal. Like, because what he does is really stupid. He just yeah. steals people. He's, like, trying to make him see, like, no, what you're, you're wasting your time. I know. I think it's extremely excessive to shoot someone. Oh, yeah. But still, Lawrence doesn't respond, only gives an uncertain shrug. Mr. Montfort. Certainly adds more character to what the swindler has done before. Ooh, Ooh. Choices. Such harm against another never adds character. Yeah. You should not speak of such things so lightly. Well, yeah. Character, yes, but what type is debatable or remain silent? That's a dumb option. We're not going to do that. Um, so, I think such, such harm, harm against another... like. It almost, you know, I want to believe that he's upping the stakes in order to get him to stop, but it kind of sounds like he's like, the swindler is kind of weak. Like, I can mm -hmm. make this better, you know? Oh, he's like trying to outdo Lawrence? Or yeah. Desdemona. Such harm against another never adds character. Trinkets, as you put it, can be replaced, but one's life never can be. Mr. Montfort. The man did not take anyone's life. Yeah, see, now he's defending him, and it's totally, it's totally him. you. It's him. I hold Mr. Montfort's rather steely gaze. Desdemona, not yet. Lawrence suddenly stands, a smile on his face, obviously hoping to break the current topic. There's no getting away from this, though. Like, no. you're not going to, like, smile your way out of this conversation. It's no. so heavy. Disagreeing on things is all well and good, but between you two, I shall not stand for it. I also stand from my seat as the bell chimes on the clock. Desdemona, I should probably be leaving, or, Ella, or Arabella may come searching. Well, we can well, always count on her to, yeah. like, ruin the moment. Desdemona. And like Desdemona. That sort of How scandalous. Lawrence, then allow me to escort you out. He moves to the door, stepping out into the hallway ahead of me. I turn to Mr. Montfort and drop into a curtsy. Uh. Desdemona. Good day to you, Mr. Montfort. Oh, I hope that was steely. Yeah. Mr. Montfort. Good day. He dips into a stiff, short bow before turning back to examine the bookcases. They're so proper even when they hate each other. I love it. I frown a little at his dismissal, then move to the door to leave. After helping me with my cape and hat, Lawrence walks me to the door. I linger in the hallway, reluctant to leave, even more so as he steps closer to me, drawing me to him like a moth to a flame. Lawrence, we'll find the imposter together. How are we going to do that together? <laughs> no, but he's including us, remember? Sure. Because like, he was like keeping us out of the loop for so long, and now he's like, I want to solve this with you. I love it. I'm living for it. Desdemona, 
Until that time, maybe it would be better not to go out as the swindler yourself. We're asking for something. Yes. We don't do this. We let him be the swindler. I know, but I... uh, This is for his life. Like, Mm -hmm. we're, we're doing this with his best interest in mind. I think she should say that, yeah. Lawrence. But how else am I supposed to find bravery enough to reveal my feelings towards you? What? You're stupid. Guys are stupid. <laughs> Desdemona. <laughs> I believe you are quite capable of that without the mask, Lawrence. I agree. I sort of get it back when she didn't know it was him and he needed an excuse to like, whatever, touch her hand or yeah. something. But we know it's him. You don't have anything to prove. Lawrence, I truly hope so. His hand rests on my arms, a shiver coursing through me at the touch. Lawrence, thank you for trusting me. Desdemona, you are most welcome. All right, that's not how I would have ended it, but all right. Now, I really must be going. Lawrence, ah, yes, of course. Yet still, his hands do not fall from me. Weirdo. (laughs) Choices. Kiss his cheek. We shall see each other soon. Hold his hands. We're already holding hands, right? Why don't we get to... Why do we just have to kiss his... Why can't we just kiss him on because the face Because she's mouth? a modest woman, Jillian. Fine. Can we at least kiss his cheek? Sure. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Uncaring of any who may see on the street behind us, I step closer towards him and place a gentle kiss on his cheek. As I move back, I cannot help but smile at the surprise on his face. His fingers touch where my lips had just been. (laughs) I love that you were like in the middle of drinking water. I was about to drink water. I'm glad I did. And you're like, (laughs) that was so cheesy. It is cheesy. (laughs) Like, did you kiss me there? I'm going to touch it. He's like, and I'm never going to wash this part of my face ever again. (laughs) Lawrence, saying goodbye is certainly bittersweet. I give a light chuckle, quickly turning away before his gaze hypnotizes me further. By the time I am nearing the house, darkness has settled over the town. Darkness. Okay, if we run into the swindler, I'm going to flip this table. I know. I really am. Oil lamps glow, illuminating the few figures like myself who hurry back to the comfort of home. I am thankful to Mm. find it warm inside. Okay, good. The chill from the evening settling on me like dew. Johnson is the first to greet me, ready to take my cape and hat. Johnson. Good evening, Miss Potter. Desdemona. Good evening, Johnson. Is Arabella here? Johnson. Indeed she is. He gestures to the drawing room. Desdemona. Thank you, Johnson. The older man gives as much of a bow as he can manage, though I fear I may hear his bones creak with the effort. (laughs) Johnson, he's like 200 years old. As he shuffles away, I move to the drawing room. (gasps) <gasps> Ooh, sorry. The picture that we are looking oh, at is Arabella my. blushing next to Ernest yeah. blushing, and there is a roaring fire in the background. Wow, look at these two. I'm weren't expecting us to come home so early. Why? Positively <laughs> scandalized. This I'm so scandalous. Clut- they're like, look at that. They're like they're fully in- blushing. Yeah. And the roaring fire. They've been fire. caught. Mm-hmm. They've been caught. Ernest. Arabella, I hope. Arabella, why do you fumble so earnest? It is only me, Ernest. But you do not realize that it is precisely the fact that it is you that I stumble over my words. Especially now, when I wish to ask if you will. Arabella, 
Yes. Oh, great. Now we're going to walk in. Now we're going to ruin her moment. But it's going to make up for all the time she ruined our moment. Yeah. Ernest. Arabella, may I have your hand in... Ernest. Oh, Desdemona. <laughs> oh my God, Arabella. Stop. You know what? She she hate, but she's ruined, she deserves this. She's ruined so many moments for us. Like he's still gonna ask we her. We just to- ruined the most epic moment of her life. They're like alone <laughs> with a fire. With the walls are like red. <laughs> And, like, he's literally like, may I have your hand? Oh, Desdemona! Oh, was, what are you doing here? The next word he was going to say was marriage. That was, like, there was no other word. Mm-mm. And he was like, oh. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, oh, guys, I just had the weirdest I'm- night. <laughs> I don't know, I'm feeling kind of sad about my boyfriend. <laughs> Arabelle's going to be like, leave. Get out. Right like, we'll talk now. about this literally any other time. Yeah, well, this is fun. I suddenly find myself stumbling into the intimate scene of Ernest and Arabella holding hands. And obviously something important about to be said. Oh, oh, he moved away from her. Ernest, I did not realize you had returned. I cannot move from the doorway. My eyes wide. Desdemona, I apologize most profusely. I did not mean to intrude on... I clear my throat and glance into the hallway, realizing there is no subtle way to extricate myself from this situation. Desdemona. I should... I should see Johnson. Sure. Yeah, who's, who's 200 years old. I quickly shuffle back into the foyer, cursing myself at interrupting. It's only a few moments later when Ernest joins what? me. But he looks happy. Okay. As he steps out, he rubs the back of his neck, a deep red blush still on his cheeks, even through his bright smile. So he's smiling. Yeah. This Ernest. Is fine. Good evening to you, Desdemona. You're leaving? Please do not do so on my account, Ernest. I should truly be returning oh, to the barracks. We really ruined that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gives a quick bow, grabs his cape and hat, and from the foyer so fast I don't have a chance to protest. When the door closes, I move back into the drawing room to find Arabella. <laughs> she better have a ring on the like, finger. You ruined it! You no, ruined it! Here's the thing, I don't think she, like, she kind of ruined the moment, but it's not as if her walking in made him not want to ask her yeah. to marry him. Like, he still should have asked. it's, like, delayed, like, another week or something mm. because he can't work up the nerve to ask her. Guys are so weird. Just <laughs> ask. Arabella stands by the fire, staring into the crackling flames. <laughs> Barely seeming to notice my entry. This is like the She's end. Like, of, my love has burned like this fire. This is like the end of Call Me by Your Name. You know that hey, final show. No, I haven't seen it. Oh boy. Well, for those of you who have seen it, I'll post like a screenshot of the final scene. It's anyway. It's that. Just those of you who have seen it know what I'm talking about, and that's what this is. We should screenshot this. Then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, choices. We say Arabella. I am so sorry for interrupting. Johnson should have told me you had company. Is it the heat of the flames that makes you blush or Ernest visit? Do you wish to speak of what just happened? I'm so tempted to be a good friend uh, and be like, do you want to talk about it? But like part of me wants to say the third thing. Is it the heat of the flames that makes you blush or Ernest visit? Because <laughs> it's a great line. I know. Let's, yeah. I mean, I would be leaning towards saying I'm sorry, but like I feel like she would snap at us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like she's so, going to snap at us no matter what we yeah, choose. Yeah, let's see what happens. Desdemona, is it the heat of the flames that brings such color to your cheeks? Or maybe it was the purpose of Ernest's visit? It was not my intention to interrupt such a... 
Her face lights into a smile that makes her eyes sparkle. Okay, oh, good, good, is, good, 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 good. This is unexpected. Arabella. Oh, it does not matter. See, I told you. None of that matters. I'm worried. I believe he was about to propose. Oh, wait, he didn't do it? No. Ugh. I didn't think so. Moron. He, he was cut off. Desmona. So I could see... So I could see as I thoughtlessly blundered into the room. Arabella, oh Desdemona, do you understand what this means? That he loves you? Desdemona, that no one on earth could possibly match your smile at this moment? Oh, Arabella, it means he must love me. Oh my gosh, obviously. Oh wait, isn't Has she- Has she been doubting this? But isn't she like, um, isn't she like committed to someone else or she's supposed to marry someone else? I thought she was a widow. No, I think she was just like- connected to someone else already and this was like a forbidden romance i didn't think she was a widow i thought she was a widow. let's see what happens Uh. desdemona there was doubt on that because i believe his feelings were true from the moment of meeting you she says nothing more excitement making her choke a little she pulls me into an embrace and i can almost feel the sheer joy seeping from her like an aura arabella i did not think i could know such a feeling especially for the one i have known but a few months I cannot help but smile at her words, understanding her sentiment exactly as I think of Florence. Arabella spends most of the next couple of days eagerly waiting Ernest's return, <laughs> though he is unfortunately held back on military business. Stupid. Lawrence and I also have little luck, neither of us making headway into the discovery of the imposter swindler. One afternoon, as I'm speaking with Johnson on household manners, Arabella scurries into the drawing room half breathless. There better be a rock on that finger. Johnson. And what of tomorrow night tomorrow night's supper, Miss Potter? Desdemona. What do you believe? Arabella. He's returned! Oh, good. <laughs> oh, wait. Who? Desdemona. Who? Johnson. I believe Lady Ashbourne refers to the colonel. I love how Johnson's like, even <laughs> I know who she's talking about. Keep up, Desdemona. I throw a knowing smile at Johnson. Desdemona. Ah, of course. Arabella. Oh, do not tease me at such a moment. She moves further into the room, coming to stand beside me. I can't help but notice her fidget, an unusual nervousness seeming to have taken hold of her. Johnson makes his exit, only to return moments later with the red cape and blue hat in his grasp. Ooh. Johnson. Colonel Foxley. Speak of the devil himself. Ernest. Good afternoon to you both. He's like, what's his face? Um, from Pride and Prejudice. Bingley, who like chickened at well, I think actually that might have only happened in the two thousand and five movie. Sure, but remember yeah. when he like showed up and they're like, he's "Hey, like, what are you uh, doing here?" And he's, he's like, like, "Nothing. Uh, what are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we live here." And then he leaves, and then he comes back, and he's like, "Okay, I have the, I've got my nerve together. Like, will you marry me?" And she's like, oh, "Of course, you idiot." Okay, proceed. <laughs> we exchange formalities, though more from habit than necessity between us now. Arabella, what a delight to see you today, Ernest, and. What could be the purpose of your visit? I glance at the door, wondering how to best make my exit. I very much doubt either either wishes me in the room. Should he attempt a proposal again? Yeah, Ernest. he should. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh... Like, literally don't come back unless you propose. <laughs> he clears his throat, his glance shifting uneasily to the window. Ernest... It is such a beautiful day. I wonder if you should both like to take a walk about the park. What? You don't need to invite don't us. Don't invite us. He's such a proper gentleman. He's like, uh, do, do you both want to go? Or Stupid. can I just invite Arabella? Like, we all, we all know what this is about. Yeah. Just exclude us, please. Aw, Arabella. 
Oh. Oh. I stifle a chuckle at Arabella's <laughs> disappointment. Arabella, well, I think that is a splendid idea. Okay, we need to be a good friend and be like, I'm busy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we shall just be a moment, fetching our things. And before I can say even a word of reply, Arabella takes my arm and leads me into the hallway to dress in our outerwear. Really? We didn't, like, pretend like, oh, no, I'm sick. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, like, sorry, headache. You know how yeah. it is. <laughs> After an hour of walking as far as politely possible behind the excitedly chattering couple, I suggest calling on Lawrence and meeting them back at the park. Good. Okay, so we're, like, ditching so, them over during the walk. Okay. A suggestion they are both more than agreeable to. They're like, fine, yeah, go find your own oh, boy. They're like, oh, no, <laughs> yeah. don't go. So I take a shortcut through the park and arrive on the crescent in a shorter time than expected. After ringing the bell, it's not long until the butler allows me inside. Desdemona, I was hoping to see Lawrence, uh, I mean Mr. Amesbury, if he's home. Before the butler can respond, another voice sounds from the doorway next to us. This, uh, uh, this guy. Mr. Monfort, Miss Potter. He schools rather tense expression into a polite smile. He's not even... Okay, there it is. Yeah. Mr. Monfort, this is an unexpected pleasure yet again. Desdemona, good afternoon, Mr. Monfort. I was actually wondering if Florence is at home today. Mr. Monfort, of course you were. He turns to the butler in a sharp move. Mr. Monfort, fetch him from his room, won't you? Ooh, fetch it. Ugh. The butler gives a deep bow before moving away up the stairs behind him. Mr. Monfort, you call on him so regularly. I wonder if you remember I am here also. Okay. Um, You're not our boyfriend. Calm down, we, Monfort. We don't like, ever want to... You clearly hate the sight of us. Why would we ever call on you? We're like never in the mood to Maybe say hi to you. Maybe he's just jealous. I think he is jealous. He's in love with us. <gasps> Ooh, I didn't think of... See, I knew he like... I mean, that's his best friend. Maybe he's in love with Amesbury. Well, that's the other possibility of like he's like oh my best friend, you know, I and know. like this but also time. maybe he's secretly like that, in love with him. like that plot line in Love Actually when have you seen Love Actually? Yeah, of course. With like the Kara Knightley wedding, and you're like, why does he hate me? And it's like he was in love with her. I know, but like you know, he's in love with his best friend this entire time. Yeah, it's tricky. His smile seems somewhat forced, but I do my best to ignore it as I reply. Choices. I am always happy to see you two. Lies. I rarely make visits unless it is to see good friends. Also lies. We are always We're here. always here. We like basically live here. Yeah. Just marry us. You sound as though you wish for my company yourself. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that answer. I did not mean to cause you offense. Well, I don't want to nope. sound apologetic. It's the third one. We're going with the third one. Desdemona. You almost sound as though you wish for my company yourself, Mr. Montfort. Mm -hmm. I give a laugh, hoping to ease the uncomfortable, heavy tension surrounding us. Mr. Montfort, far from <gasps> it, Miss Potter, I assure you. Oh my god! So why call us out on never inviting you? That's... Why? He's dumb. I don't like him. No, I never liked him. Or his face. My cheer quickly fades at his cunning reply even if it is delivered with a refined smile. He's ice cold. Yeah. Mr. Montfort, though I hear another also holds your attention of late. Huh? What? Does the society swindler really hold such interest for you? Maybe he is in love with us, and that's why he's pretending to be the society swindler so that she'll fall in love with him. <sighs> that must be it. 
What is it with these guys thinking that like dressing up in a cape <laughs> is like the only way to get it's girls? It's the only way. And we're going to pause there for this episode. Scandalous. We're not done yet. I feel like there's a lot to come. Yes. We just opened a whole new door that I like didn't know was there. (laughs) Like I thought we were just going to hate this guy. And now it turns out he's probably in love with us. I know. So we're going to keep playing and we'll find out. But for this episode, will we find out who the copycat swindler is? Is Mr. Montford in love with us? Or is he in love with Amesbury? (gasps) Tune in next time on The Ladies' Choice. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.